This is Atlanta's new underground station. How you doing? This is Wood Harris. Hi, this is Jasmine Guy. What's going on in Atlanta? This is Clifton Powell. Hey guys, it's Nisi Nash from TV Land's The Soul Man. This is Cat Williams. Check this out. This is your boy Yarrell from NEXT. Hey everybody, it's your girl Lunell. What's up ATL? It's your girl Cannon Ken of Atlantic Records. Hi, I'm Roger Pienzer. WBS 87 Atlanta. WAEN FM Atlanta. WBHH and on iHeartRadio. Home of the Beat Break Morning. Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Rolo, and the Wake Up Ladies. Street Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Street, street, street. Streaming online at BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Download the TuneIn app to hear Beat Break 87 FM on your mobile device and listen to more. the Beat Break Morning Show. Weekday mornings only on Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Vote Beat Break Radio for hottest internet online radio and DJ Roland for hottest DJ of the year by going to ATLshottest.com. Now voting ends soon, so catch the ballot right now. Beat Break 87 FM, Atlanta's new underground station. Hey world, it's your man Precise. And I have great news. The Precise Music app is finally available for your iPhone, Android, and BlackBerry through Amazon and other app stores. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. Go get it for all things Precise. Powered by BlackVibes.com. I tried to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Tried to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. Stay in tune. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. We specialize in creating mobile apps for the entertainment industry. Go to bvmobileapps.com, click Get Started Now, create your account, choose your package, upload your content, and click Submit. BV Mobile Apps. Make it easy. Make it mobile. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM on the go. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app from the app marketplace, including Amazon, including Amazon Google Play, and the App Store. View photos, videos, and Beat Break 87 shows on your mobile device. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app now for free. He has performed on stage in front of thousands of poetry lovers. He has sold out shows and rocked the crowd with the best poets in the industry. Welcome to the stage, spoken word artist, Patrick Duncan, better known as the Preacher Man. I am Benjamin P. Montgomery. I invented a spoke propeller. I am the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela! Critically acclaimed spoken word artist, poet, writer, and the creator of Black on Purpose poetry TV series Wordplay. Patrick the Preacher Man Duncan is coming to a venue near you. Why is the only time we can come together as a nation? It's when there are acts of insanity, chaos, or devastation. Stay tuned to Beat Break 87 FM for updates on Patrick Duncan's upcoming arrival to your city. Visit cdbaby.com forward slash cd forward slash Patrick S. Duncan to order his latest album, What's Going On, available online including CD Baby and iTunes. I want this high and have no affiliation to a political party. I want this high to be spiritual. For more info, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Reaching Houston, we are a group of individuals and companies who have come together for one purpose, to meet the immediate needs of Hurricane Harvey victims. Individual and family financial assistance, pillows and blankets, food items, canned or packaged clothing, household goods, personal hygiene products, utility assistance, and bottled water. 24-hour turnaround, no income requirements, pickup locations around the city. To receive assistance, donate, or for more information, visit the website at www.reachinghouston.org. Together, we can. Winners who won prizes on Beat Break 87 FM must follow contest rules posted on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. For more information, click on the Prize Patrol tab on the website's homepage or call the Beat Break 87 office at 404-680-2380. This is Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Hi, this is Clifford English, your host and producer of The Gospel Train. Join me every Sunday right here on Beat Break 87 FM Radio. You will be encouraged. You will be equipped. You will be educated. You will be entertained. All while hearing the best in gospel music. Don't miss your connection with the gospel train right here on Beat Break 87 FM Radio. BeatBreakRadioFM.com When it comes to hip-hop... Don't stop. 
R&B. And talk radio. No one does it better than Beat Break 87 FM. The views and opinions expressed on this program does not necessarily reflect those of Beat Break 87 FM. Reach One Communications. Volunteers, staff, and management of Reach One Communications. Who is she? Who is this woman I keep hearing about? Is wow. she? Who is she? The radio diva herself. Oh my God, are you talking about? That can't be. Oh, yes, it's girl. Wait a minute, that is her. Yeah, that is her. Oh my God. I have to call somebody. This is amazing. I still can't believe it's her. Can I get your autograph? You ain't making me miss her show. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody got time for that. D. Hill Radio Show with your host, D. Hill. You a good job, man. You guys are doing a great job. I hope you blow up and become syndicated. Call in at 404-355-8699 or one 866 923 2860 This is D-Hill. Clap your hands. With your host, D-Hill. This is D-Hill. Clap your hands. With your host, D-Hill. Now, here's your host, D-Hill. Thank you all for tuning in to the D-Hill Radio Show. So, what's going on, people? Man. Fam, what's man, going on? Man. <laughs> a lot. A lot, 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 and just... I Some mean, it's the the phrase that I always keep seeing a lot is like, "What is this world coming to?" Well, we can't say an, an end because you know we've been told. Well, I've been told there ever since I was three years old, it was coming to an end. So it ain't happened yet. I don't think so, it's close, but you know, it's just you think it's gonna happen. And not in our lifetime. No. Okay. <laughs> so, Cinder, let me ask you this: Have you heard about the blackout? I did. Okay. Uh, explain so, it to the audience because I I'm still yeah. lost on that one. Explain the blackout. Okay, a blackout is something that's supposed to take place. Today is the 4th. It's supposed to be from the 4th to the 6th. Everything's supposed to go black. Even the cars are not supposed to be working. Really? Yeah. Right. That's just more so when they're talking about the the power grid. Mm -hmm. They're going to... Yeah, it's called power grid. They're doing some testing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's all rumor mill that the entire world... (laughs) Is going to black out. It's not going to happen. Why? Because people will lose money if it did. And we know money is ruling the world. But they are doing some testing. And I understand the testing to my understanding. And from what I've read about it is Mm -hmm. that they do testing every quarter. You know, in the event of some nuclear disaster. Okay. You know, their recovery efforts or their ability to... You know, have backup power, Mm -hmm. you know, just like a contingency plan in the event that something happens. But all of this, oh, the world is going to black out. I mean, I remember 1999, you know, the world is going to end in 2000, you know, (laughs) and I'm at home with a bottle just drunk. And you know what I, 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 think, I think happened with this power grid? I think that maybe somebody that works there said could possibly happen. It could we could have a blackout. So people just took that and just ran with it. Told everybody we was going to have a blackout. I know I got about like 50 videos in my inbox about this blackout. I ain't get none because I'm like, <laughs> don't, don't. I get, the key things is what I get in my inbox is dealing with DJing and praying. Those are Man, you work. lucky. I get all kind of mess in mine. Uh, you better not give me no other mess. Because oh, if I see it, any I other, got some. Oh, yeah. You get a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get all kind of missing mine. And the thing about it, I had to, like, block a couple of people. I put on my Facebook page, don't send me anything unless it's dealing with business. Man, please. They don't listen. And Man, They don't, they don't listen. Please. They don't read. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. But that whole that whole thing is, I mean, if, if, if 45 wanted to ever use the mm-hmm. term in its uh in its correct content, mm-hmm. this would be considered fake news. I'm surprised that, he didn't tweet about it. Oh, Speaking of tweet. With all, with, with, with all that he got going on, <laughs> he need to be Man, I, all I got to say is this. If someone else is planning on leaving Twitter, do it again. Just do it again. <laughs> get a, get a, get a, get a nice good chunk of folks to say, I'm going to just, every 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 few folks just just just... Shut his that shut it down. How long was it shut down? Eleven minutes. Tw- yeah, eleven, 11, 11 minutes. minutes. Yeah, eleven minutes. And I'm like, but here's the thing. How do you? I mean, you know that this is the person that is over the free world. Mm-hmm. How do you get access? 
to that account with the how why weren't safeguards put in place prior to mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if twitter can they can do it but I, but they like sounding to me but it, it, it's to mm-hmm. me i'm i'm just glad it's, it's it, it could be controlled from the uh headquarters of twitter so it's like if you decide you don't like somebody or or they putting up uh vulgar language or just threats whatnot they can shut your your account down so might as well yeah he's the leader quote leader okay, well, why are they <laughs> shutting his down hey hey someone figure it out and more like they got a better job anyway. So. And, on her, and didn't care. <laughs> and, didn't and on care. her last day, she was like, you know what, I'm going out with a bang. I'm going out with a bang. Because I know everybody like, who is this person? Like, can I hire this person to do uh, Let me tell you something. <laughs> on my last day at one of my jobs, I'm not, I'm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you showing up. I'm stuck. That ain't even worth Man, don't let me win the lottery. <laughs> they already know what's up. Uh-oh. My last day, boy. <laughs> All right, so what do y'all think about this Tyrese ordeal? Him crying on social media. It, he's a dad, mm-hmm. and by me being a dad, I understand. You feel his pain? I feel the pain. Okay. But, I mean, you got to look at this. When you're a celebrity and and uh, having full custody of mm-hmm. a child it's already hard because you're not there yeah. like from a nine-to-five job. When mm-hmm. you're a celebrity of that status, um, you're going to be gone for so many days or, or weeks and everything. You can't always bring your, your child with you when you're working, even though they can have him set up at a – have a nanny there and all that stuff. But see, mm-hmm. key thing, you're not going to be there constantly. So unless mm-hmm. you have a – a parent, two parent team to be around a child, but when you have kids, that's just me. You know, it's hard to to, to be there to to know what's going on with school and doing school events and how the kids growing, have that connection, especially when they're young. Yeah. So so that's hard. So I'm like I feel it, but I'm not surprised. I mean, it's like how to me flip it on to ludicrous, ludicrous, or even Usher. Got full custody, custody of their kids, and they're that got that level of celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, that status. And I'm like, really? How do they get it? And what's wrong with the unless the mother is a danger to the child or something? Mm-hmm. Why can't the mother mm-hmm. have full custody? Well, do you think that maybe because they their status that they couldn't afford to go out and buy the most expensive attorney? Probably, yeah. But still, I'm looking mm-hmm. at the welfare of the child. Why would you? Want to have full custody of someone? You know, you're not going to guarantee to see them every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. share it to me. I'm I'm just looking at sharing weekends. It depends on my schedule. Blah 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 blah. Okay, you know, but to me, when you're a celebrity, man, you, you it's, it's totally different. And and he, I ain't, I'm not surprised. I'm not feeling this dude. Okay, like, why why is that? that? I'm not feeling him at all. Cause okay, here's the thing. One, you waited two months before you wanted to cry and say you mm-hmm. hadn't seen your daughter. You hadn't seen your daughter 30 days prior. Mm-hmm. So where were your feelings then? Mm-hmm. But you go out and you violate a court order, a restraining order at that. You show up at her school in, a, in, in an airplane. And then you say you didn't know. You got attorneys that can tell you that this is a no-go. And okay. then when you make this video of you crying, you constantly <laughs> looking at the you, you're, you're looking, you're looking for an audience, dude. I yeah. don't feel you. I don't. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's a publicity stunt, given everything that he has done and said that just kind of made me not love him even more. Mm-hmm. You know, I really don't feel that. It's all that genuine. Do I think? Do I, do I believe he loved his daughter? Absolutely. I, I think he has great love for his mm-hmm. daughter. But the demonstrative theatrics that he's doing right now—yeah, he is an actor. Right, I'm not feeling it. And mm-hmm. then as you boohooing about what one minute into the tape, then you see a tear fall down the left eye, mm-hmm. and it's just a single tear that falls down. I don't get I, I, his I'm eyes weren't red. No, 
Because <laughs> believe me, it. when you really feeling a love for your child, people know how I feel about my son. You what? know, so what? yeah, so you know. If you ain't got that red in your eye, <laughs> nah, it, ain't, it ain't even happening. So, I mean, and then he's just so public with so much stuff. Yeah. I understand transparency, yeah. yeah, but come on, dude, really? That's a mm-hmm. private battle. Have your people reach out to her people. Mm-hmm. Let's work out something before you doing all this other stuff because now you know violated a restraining order and mm-hmm. you know because he mentions that in the did I did I am I freedom of speech and I dude, Fre- look get <laughs> get he don't understand what freedom of speech is you know when it's already placed of a of a court order right but freedom of speech is not showing up at our school in the exactly with a banner Shayla I love you <laughs> that's not freedom of speech <laughs> I'm talking to you right now this is freedom of speech exactly Okay. <laughs> I think his personal his personal um, problems are like like uh, I saw uh, I read something on a um, thing on uh, Facebook recently is that Rock uh, Dwayne Johnson is supposed to do a spinoff from um, yeah from the, yep. uh, the uh, Fast Fur- and Furious yeah. and 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 uh, Tyrese got upset about that thinking like oh, he's he still need, upset yeah he's still upset about it so it's spilling off into his judgment. And doing certain things, so I'm yeah. Like, and then he's coming out the wrong people. You can't come out the the rock. Yeah, come on now. Like, I mean, that's his opportunity. I just think that Tyrese is a little jealous that he's not in the limelight. You know, the same mm-hmm. bull mess he pulled when he said he don't like black, black women. women. Because they wear fake hair, women in weaves, and all of this other stuff. Boy, oh, like white women do. Boy, if you don't sit <laughs> Thank down. You. Yeah, and for him st- uh, saying that statement, uh, black women really not feeling him. Yeah, feeling him and, now. And, and, and the no. thing about it is, he's he's not has done the things that Dwayne Johnson has done prior to the Fast and the Furious. Because mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious has doubled since he was on there. That's why they're doing certain things. But Dwayne Johnson has been doing other things for many like years. Wrestling, yes. Not, not just wrestling. I'm talking about his acting career. Oh yeah. Outside his yeah. acting career, I mean, not, not to put. Uh, Real badness on it, but he has been making more money since he left his marriage or got out of his marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, okay, I mean, more power to him because I mean, he hosted so much stuff. Not you know, being a host and being a movie actor and how he's endorsing things and whatnot. I'm like, why not? Why can't he do it? I mean, he has the status to do it. And to me, here's the thing, and, and folks don't need to understand this. "Quote unquote," white when white folks like you, they want to promote you a certain way. Yes. White folks don't like Tyrese like that. Yes. Well, look at it like this: If Tyrese had his spinoff and The Rock made his spinoff, who's going to get more money? The Rock. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, even his. It, I, I I was looking at. He was saying that he's uh, going into debt. His ex-wife. Ruined his reputation. Now no one wants to hire him. He having to pay thirteen thousand a month for uh, for child, child support. support. But yeah, he keep making these videos like in yachts and helicopters and you know stuff like that. Ain't nobody gonna feel sorry for him. <laughs> Ain't nobody He's gonna feel sorry videos for him. On yachts. Oh yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> yes, I yachts. It's a sympathy plea. I think it's a sympathy plea. I think he's a control freak. Mm-hmm. He's very arrogant. He's not confident. He's Arrogant. You want to? Uh, here's what I think. This since, since, since this is what's going on, and I mean, I'm, going, I'm not going to get into Kevin Spacey, but I think they're going to work together real soon. <laughs> they need to make some money. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm bottom line. I'm not feeling Tyrese mm-hmm. at all. I hey, a lot of folks are not, you know. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it because I'm like, look at how you started. I'm looking at way back when. I mean, when he was very humble when he was started. You know, he had a very humble start. Mm -hmm. But then you get to a certain level and you think that you own the game. No, you don't own the game. You're just a player in the game, boo. Sit down. This is not baby boy. This is not baby boy. At all. (laughs) At all. All right. Since we're talking about how he's, like, disrespecting the black queens, let me ask y'all this. Have y'all ever had to deal with racism before? Oh yes. In your life, really? Have you ever had to deal yeah. with it? Yeah. 
Really? So how old were you when you first encountered? I was encountered? About 18 or 19. I was on a, a black college campus, Tuskegee University. I will never forget that. Really? So, I mean, what happened? Uh, I was assisting uh, a coordinator dealing with, a, I believe it's a step show. Mm-hmm. And she was dressed appropriately, whatever. And I'm, I'm a student. I'm going to have my T-shirt and some jeans on or whatever. And she walked with, was walking real fast. I'm still new to the school and whatnot. So I was walking, and to my folks that know about Tuskegee, I was walking in Chappie James. Okay. And uh, this white security guard came out of nowhere and said, where you going? I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. with her. How I, 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 I know you're not trying to do anything? Or whatever he said. Are you serious? Yes. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. I'm like, and then she had to come around. And, oh, no, he's with me. I'm like, why are you picking with me? What the heck am I going to do? I, I live on this campus. I'm helping somebody out. You're going to come out to me? And you look like you wouldn't harm off. Exactly. A fly. I'm like, oh, <laughs> girl, I'm like, he will save wow. a lot of feather. I was like shocked. I'm like, man, you know, it's that it, 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 still, that was so many years ago. Mm-hmm. But you still remember still it like remember it was yesterday. It, you know, because I'm like, you going to mess with me? I'm a black guy on this black campus. Mm-hmm. You the you the you the minor you the minor um, um, minority minority you know you the minority on here and you gonna get on to me think I'm gonna do something to my school come on please wow. it, it, I mean racism is still alive today oh yes, yes definitely just, what, I mean, what look, about look your the one who's running the, um, the world on um, the free world I mean come on what about your experience uh it, we were little mm. and you know I don't know if you guys have seen pictures of my dad I posted up pictures of my dad mm-hmm. and. My dad, in, in Noonan, Coweta County, they, my dad lived on in what they call the west side of Noonan, which was, you know, middle class or high class mm-hmm. folk. And my my mom lived on, on, on the other side. And my mom's side of the family is, is very, uh, you know, dark complected, kinkier hair and all of that. My dad, you know, Indian, white and all that. Mm-hmm. So my dad would take us to family reunions. And I remember this one aunt looked at my dad and was, you know, was like, tell me why you bring those ends here. Yeah, me and my serious? sisters. Yeah. Mm. So it was always a turmoil between my mom's side of family, my dad's side of family. You know, mm-hmm. and my grandmother, my my dad's mother is the one that would have to go and pick us up from my grandmother's house mm-hmm. on my mom's side. Because my uncles on my mom's side, they would always try to fight my dad. And then my mom became an oh. outcast because they said, oh, she'll sell out and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just crazy. So we wow. heard it growing up. And it's like, now I, I see it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it is what it is. But I'm going to need you to stay in your lane with mm-hmm. it now. You know, where then I couldn't really speak. Yeah. about it and we didn't even know what was going on we just knew that we was being grabbed by the arms and just put back in the car and then we just had to go elsewhere but you know hmm. things are you the only child I'm not the only child no and and, and, and and your siblings went through the same situation and everything the ones that were before me mm-hmm. yes uh, about four of my brothers did not because they came way after by that time we had picked up and moved mm-hmm. to Atlanta. Okay. So, you know, even now people mm-hmm. look and, you know, and it, the, the funny thing is that, you know, even on Facebook when I'm posting my pictures, yeah. I'll get people in my inbox. What do you mix mm-hmm. with? <laughs> really? Like, really? I'm like, oh, okay, man and woman. Okay, because your dad looks, he looks like a black man yeah. to me. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. Uh-huh. Very, yeah. very fair skin. Black man, yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. So, mm. so are y'all? Because I'm like forty in my late forties, mm-hmm. and I have not, I have never in my life ever dealt with it until now. Until now. Until now. It probably and, was hidden from you because mm-hmm. I was told when I visually saw it and okay. I knew what was going on. Doesn't mean it wasn't actually happening beforehand or even later. Okay. You know, so that's how I see it. So you got to have that guard because to me, which is really sad, is that not only other color, pale colors are being racist, our own are being racist to Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's the thing out there. And that's what's going on currently. So you just have to be aware and be aware of your surroundings. 
Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure if it would have came my way, I would have noticed it because my mom talked about it. But she never sat down with me and told me, OK, this may happen to you one day. And it's like now that it's like uh, right there in front of me, I don't know how to handle it. Do I like, OK, keep calm? Do I get on the phone, call NAACP? Yeah, yeah. Do I make some phone calls? And I think it hurts more because you're older and you expect that it would never happen to you. So do y'all sit down with y'all kids and talk to y'all kids about it? We have. Like, I have okay. Um, you know, my son is definitely w- well aware of it. Okay. Um, and he knows, like, okay, for an example, for many years while he was going to school, mm-hmm. he was good friends with this white guy. And for, I guess, his, I don't know, upbringing, I don't know if it's an upbringing or his, or choice of words. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what he said about the words, but he's not even friends with that guy anymore. But he's been friends with him most of the time while he was in school. Wow. So, so the, the little boy probably learned from his daddy and... I wouldn't say. I don't know because it's. I mean, his dad seems to be okay. Okay, but I think he wish by me the way I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to be okay, but you just never know what's in that brain. Yeah, you know? and I and to me, his mom is that finicky a little bit to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, so that's that's just that one. But he's good friends with this other white kid. And whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's 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 top notch with him. So I'm like, but that's another white kid. But it, they all knew each other yeah. for like four or five years, mm-hmm. and one fell out. One is still on because he understand he he can't really feel what a black is, mm-hmm. but he he ain't going to demolish it either. Mm-hmm. And the other white kid demolished it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think racism is definitely a learned behavior. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. A learned behavior. I, I just, mm-hmm. you know, there's this one manager at, at work, and he's from Mississippi. And people, when, when he would come up and we have our executive meetings, he would always, he always called me girl. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't think anything of it because his heart is, I mean, that's just him and how he talks. Mm-hmm. And I had people pull my coattail and was like, Girl, you need to go to HR because he don't need to be calling you girl. And I'm oh, like, wait Lord. a minute, but it's, it's really not that serious. And, you oh, know, Lord. if I call him, he be like, hey, girl, what's going on? I know always calling you girl. You know, and it doesn't bother me because I genuinely know mm-hmm. who he is. And there is not a racist bone, I promise you. In his body. A racist bone in his body. It's just that he... He's a redneck. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just him. And he doesn't say girl with any type of racial intent. You know, not one time have I heard him say, you know, throw out any racial epithets mm-hmm. or anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people make it what it is. I think yeah. black people tend to use that card a little bit more than what they should. Yes, yes, You know, yes. they definitely try and seek yeah. opportunity. Um but racism is definitely a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, like, with the situation that I'm going through now, it's like it's not hitting. It's oh, just playing on out. Yeah, just playing on out. It's not hitting. Can, Do can, you can, have can, documentation of instances when certain things happen? Uh, I, I guess I need to start writing things down. I have plenty of witnesses. You need plenty documentation of beats conversation any day. You got that right. So and see if we can videotape it can, or record if you it somewhere. Go <laughs> and say, make a complaint, mm-hmm. okay? And say, well, this is what happened. Then there are millions of doors they can go out of, mm-hmm. escape doors they can go out of. I didn't know, I didn't mean it, I didn't this, I didn't that. But if you can show a pattern of certain things, then that's going to make you more powerful in mm-hmm. pursuing something. Uh, Coaching, uh, mentoring, seeing somebody mm-hmm. to help with race relations, things of that nature. And then you can kind of escalate it from there. And if it continues, I mean, in, in some instances, you can even have a civil suit, mm-hmm. you know. But you got to have the documentation because 
without yeah. it being recorded somewhere, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Okay. Easy it's, it's his word against yours. Yeah. Well, well, his word against mine and everybody, <laughs> everybody else. Yeah. I understand why the witnesses, but yeah. definitely documentation is more strong. willing stronger. to write a statement, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of mm, yeah. paddling up creek with a hole in your boat and no paddle. So mm-hmm. you're really going nowhere fast. Yeah. Because I, I know how us will kind of get scared and, well, not me. But like I say, my witnesses, right? We'll get scared. And that's why and, it's so important that you document yeah. you any anything that's taken out of context, mm-hmm. you know, or anything that is said out of out of appropriation. You need to document, document that, all that with the date, with the time, with what went on, and you need to do it right there in mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, life 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 lessons. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I say, I'm about re- I'm trying to remain calm, but I'm about ready to call some folks. And in some instances, you cannot remain calm because, I mean, okay, if someone calls me the N-word, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Clock out. Meet me outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're going down. It's going down. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you won't do. Mm-hmm. And then if someone heard it, I'm taking leave of absence. I'm seeking psychiatric treatment on the company's dime. <laughs> oh, I'm going all, and they're going to pay for me to be out of what, yeah. It's going down. Document, did Okay. All right. All right. I would definitely start doing that. Mm. All right. So our next uh, hot topic or discussion, we're going to be talking about um, something very important coming up uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. These people that um running against each other, they going crazy. The mayoral, Atlanta mayoral race. Oh, yeah. Voting. Get yes. out there and vote, vote, on, vote, Yes, the, vote. on Tuesday, November 7th. Um, and let people know I am. Uh, DJ Roland will be uh, working the voting polls uh, this Tuesday. And just to let y'all know, uh, It'll have an extended hour, so you have until 8 p.m. to come in and cast your vote. So make sure y'all cast your vote to who is the best candidate in the city limits of Atlanta. So you need to check with your voter, reg- voter registration card and see where your nearest precinct is so you can uh, cast your vote. I know I've done mine. Um, I live in the uh, area of East Point, and I cast my vote uh, along with my mother and so it's not every county but they're focusing so much on Atlanta, Atlanta. yes and, and, and it's getting a national attention because Atlanta of, throwing some punch well it's, <laughs> here's the attention part which is getting okay. which I didn't know I knew it was a uh, not only we have like I don't know five six um, African Americans mm-hmm. running for it but we also have three White folks going for. I thought it was just two, but it's mm-hmm. actually three. So it's actually two guys and uh, a woman. Um, the woman is. I just happened to see. Remember seeing all these posters around Atlanta. Norwood, mm-hmm. who was who actually went against um, uh, America Seen Reed during his first term, during mm-hmm. the first run, and actually she was winning at that time. People forgot about that. She was actually winning during. The, the first time Mayor Kasim Reed was was going for mayor, so they mm-hmm. had a runoff. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to a song right now. But okay. do you think that we're gonna answer this when we come back? Do you think Atlanta is ready for a white mayor? Mm-hmm. Have we even ever had one? Yes, back yeah. in the seventies. Yes. Okay, I'm getting ready to say I don't remember that. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about that when we come back. New underground station, Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Hi, this is Clifford English, your host and producer of The Gospel Train. Join me every Sunday right here on Deep Break 87 FM radio. You will be encouraged, you will be equipped, you will be educated, you will be entertained, all while hearing the best in gospel music. Don't miss your connection with The Gospel Train right here on Deep Break 87 FM radio. BeatBreakRadioFM.com 
from the old school to the new school. Down, I'm so young, money. If you got eyes, look at me now. From the past. To the present. The new classics can be heard on the beat break with your host, Sean Garvey. And online at Beat Break Radio. Don't miss it. Format one complete. Hey world, it's your man Precise, and I have great news. The Precise Music app is finally available for your iPhone, Android, and Blackberry through Amazon and other app stores. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. Go get it for all things Precise. Powered by BlackVibes.com. Stay in tune. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. He has performed on stage in front of thousands of poetry lovers. He has sold out shows and rocked the crowd with the best poets in the industry. Welcome to the stage, spoken word artist, Patrick Duncan, better known as the Preacher Man. I am Benjamin Keith Montgomery. I am Benny, a vote for Keller. I am the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela! Critically acclaimed spoken word artist, poet, writer, and the creator of Black on Purpose poetry TV series, Wordplay. Patrick the Preacher Man Duncan is coming to a venue near you. Why is the only time we can come together as a nation? It's when they're acts of insanity, chaos, or devastation. Stay tuned to Beat Break 87 FM for updates on Patrick Duncan's upcoming arrival to your city. Visit cdbaby.com forward slash cd forward slash Patrick S. Duncan to order his latest album, What's Going On, available online including CD Baby and iTunes. I want this high and have no affiliation to a political party. I want this high to be spiritual. For more info, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We specialize in creating mobile apps for the entertainment industry. Go to BVMobileApps.com, click Get Started Now, create your account, choose your package, upload your content, and click Submit. BV Mobile Apps. Make it easy. Make it mobile. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM on the go. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app from the app marketplace, including Amazon, including Amazon Google Play, and the App Store. View photos, videos, and Beat Break 87 shows on your mobile device. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app now for free. Reaching Houston, we are a group of individuals and companies who have come together for one purpose, to meet the immediate needs of Hurricane Harvey victims. Individual and family financial assistance, pillows and blankets, food items, canned or packaged, clothing, household goods, personal hygiene products, utility assistance, and bottled water. 24-hour turnaround, no income requirements, pickup locations around the city. To receive assistance, donate, or for more information, visit the website at www.reachinghouston.org. Together, we can. Beat Break 87 FM wants to help you get the word out on your next community event. Hey, do you have an upcoming public service announcement that you want listeners to know about? Well, email us the info to psabeatbreak87fm at gmail.com so we can help spread the word. That's psabeatbreak87fm at gmail.com. If your event flyer has the words nonprofit, community, support, charity, and just describes everything about helping our community, please share the special event right here on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87FM, where music and talk radio lives. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We got the homie AJ in the building. AJ, I can see you being in the White House. I mean, I would love to. Yeah, I I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love (laughs) to go to the White House and and sit down. Let me me set the stage up. I'm going to pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ, all right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it, wait for it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so, what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Applejacks? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ, AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So, and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, know, you, would you listen to my project, The Lightball Moment? 
I got, you, would you uh, take it to listen? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle are going to bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like, too. Yeah. About that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Beat Break Radio FM. Atlanta's new underground station. Yeah. Online 24-7 at BeatBreakRadioFM.com. All right, we're back. We're back here on the D Hill Radio Show. All right, so before we went on break, we was talking about voting. Mm-hmm. We was talking about the uh, voting here in Atlanta is going crazy. Serious, especially okay. today because it's like man, this is coming up Tuesday, and people, um, volunteers out there um, pushing for their candidate to win, and make sure you remember that name and all that. And I'm just being honest. I'll forget your name in a hot yeah. in a hot minute, man. I'm you like, know what I was <laughs> I, I was thinking? Um, they should like put pictures beside. They need to start doing this fact for the older people, because like you said, I they'll have a sign sign out there before you go in to vote. Yeah, then you be like, okay, I'm gonna vote for this person. By the time you get in there and start voting, you don't you forget. forget the name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I absolutely yeah. agree with that. Um, they need to probably. You have to fit the criteria to have assistance of who's who mm-hmm. and whatnot. If you have, you know, some kind of medical issue of trying to distinguish who who's who or whatever, but that's I can't see that happening anytime soon. I mean, many mm-hmm. years. We're probably going to be retired or whatever if that even gets to that point of putting a actual visual picture next to a name while you're to. voting. Really, because that to. will help. That, yeah, a lot <laughs> and whatnot. Because you can't. You don't think so. I disagree. You think? Okay. I think if the mayoral candidates would be more active in the community mm-hmm. instead of at election time, then the people would know who they are. Mm-hmm. You don't need pictures. No, because not just the mayor. Okay. Me, I mean, in any in mm-hmm. any election, uh, and then we as, as as a society, we need to do the research to find out who our representatives are. Mm-hmm. True. We don't do that. So yeah. if I have not seen you prior to election time, chances are you don't get my vote mm-hmm. because that's the only time that I'm hearing from you. Now, mm-hmm. I will go and I will dig up to see who is representing me and I will sit in on town hall meetings. I will sit in at city meetings mm-hmm. to see what your positions are on what issues. Okay. And if so, so definitely TV commercials are definitely not enough for a lot of folks. No, that's what they're going by. No, then that's on them. You know, that's on them. So if Mary Norwood win, you know, kudos to her. She's done it. She's been in the community. Mm-hmm. People know Mary Norwood. Right. Poor people know Mary Norwood. Mm-hmm. Rich people know Mary Norwood. And what about uh, what's it? Keisha Lance Bottoms. Keisha Lance Bottoms. Uh-huh. I'm just. The first time I heard Keisha Lan- about Keisha Lance Bottoms was when her nephew was shot. Mm. Wow. I mean, outside of that, when mm-hmm. did I hear from you? And then the second time I'm hearing about her, election time. And and, and Kasim Reed is endorsing her. He is. Mm-hmm. But then I have to question his decisions because of your childish back and forth. Oh, yes. In the public. Oh. With, yeah, with, that, uh, with oh Caesar. My God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, I love his stance. He's not a back down type of dude, and I love what he has done for the city. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Love it. But this back and forth bickering, you are a grown man with children and families. You have his contact information. He has yours. Mm-hmm. Your people call my people. Let's sit down and talk about how we can make Atlanta mm-hmm. continue to keep Atlanta great. Mm-hmm. So do you think that uh, Norwood, I know you say she probably has a chance at winning, but do you think Atlanta is ready to have a a, a white mayor? Because they haven't had one since, what, the 70s? Since, since the 70s. Um, in my opinion, to, to go to the next level, I wouldn't. Wouldn't not say not consider it, okay, because of of their background and the things that they know that African Americans may not be aware of. Because mm-hmm. you so into the African American way since um, 
Maynard Jackson, all the way up until Reed. Yeah. All blacks. Yeah. One woman, Shirley Franklin. You know, so mm-hmm. that that's going to um, is it time for another another type of change to see what a Caucasian American bring to the city? Mm-hmm. You know, what else can they do on top of what Reed has done? That's what I think that that's what they're really looking at. Okay. Um, so would, would I be hating on it? Not really, mm-hmm. because it's, it's time for a change, you know, to have something else different. So okay. we got a caller on the line right now. Caller, what's your name, please? This is Eric. Hey, Aaron, what's going on? D. Hill, Roland, and Cinda. That's how it's pronounced. Yes, yes sir. Okay. Yeah, they ready for a white mayor. They ready for a white mayor this go round. And I'm I'm fairly confident Buckhead is going to pick whoever wins the mayoral election this year because the turnout is going to be so d- divided and the numbers of people that are actually going to vote that turn out are going to be low. Low turnout, a lot of candidates to vote for is... It looks like it might be about to be a runoff. I mean, we're definitely going to have a runoff. And why do you say that Atlanta is ready for a white mayor? Well, the city's population, if you look, if you look at the census and mm-hmm. look at the city's population for, I'm going to say, the year 2005, mm-hmm. and look at the population of people that are under the age of 18 and the demographics, okay? Mm-hmm. And then look at the population in the year 2010 and look at where that demographic has moved up as far as age-wise, you know. Mm-hmm. And then look at the voting turnout from the last mayoral election. Mm-hmm. Take that into consideration. And then also take into consideration that with a population of about 600,000 people in the whole city of Atlanta that live there, how many people are, vo- how many people are of a voting age and how many did vote? And then this last thing, Atlanta, and I'm just going back to the population. The population of the city is only around 600,000, but Atlanta has 14 of the Fortune 500 companies that have their world headquarters in or around Atlanta. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, that's serious. Okay, and but it's you're been still- like that for It's been like that for quite a few years, and they moved the election. And a lot of them don't, a lot of those folks that run those companies don't even vote. Because they don't live in the city, but they but they moved the election, and in the last four years, four so actually it's it's eighteen. In the last four years, four more companies have come into the metro area, and these companies are running on the on the principles of diversity now. And I'm thinking, with all that taken in consideration, and you see which which larger number of the demographics actually vote percentage wise, not number, not actual population. But percentage-wise, there's very real possibility they're gonna get a white, a white mayor that's gonna go around. But Buckhead's gonna make the decision because Buckhead's gonna have the stronger turnout, and it's this, mm-hmm. and with all those condos in Buckhead, they've been able to put more people in Buckhead to vote. You follow me? Okay, yeah. so that that's the gentrification that nobody speaks about, but you're telling me the probability. So again, unless I missed it, why is Atlanta ready for a white mayor? Because the demographics have changed, the corporate the corporate America um, influence has gotten stronger toward diversity, and the population of people in those demographics that do vote are stronger in the non-blacks than it is in the blacks, and the population turnout is still low. Okay, so just, you're let, let you're, me let me make it a little bit easier. Yeah, if you guys do that. Hypothetically, twenty thousand people that vote in the whole election. Just hypothetically, you got 20,000 people that vote in the whole election. How many candidates are there? 10? Yeah, right. <laughs> Some yeah. outrageous number, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody votes, okay? So that means everybody out of those 10 is going get to a, get a vote of some, some proportion. So now it's divided. So now it comes down to a runoff. And then when it comes down to a runoff, the people that didn't make it into the runoff are going to cast it, are going to say, well, we're supporting so-and-so since we didn't win. And then all okay. their votes are going to move towards so-and-so. Okay, yeah. the demographics say that if, it, if that happens, this go-round, and, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a roll of the dice, but the demographics says if it goes like that, this, this go-round, they're going to push toward a white person. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking it's the white dude. I haven't, I haven't voted in Atlanta since 09 when I moved out to Dunwoody. Or, or, or whenever um, Reed ran the first time, okay, mm-hmm. or won the first time. But I'm feeling like that dude that was in charge of the fiscal office might have the best chance. 
Really? I don't remember his name. No, I'm talking about white dude. I have an idea, but um, <clears throat> but I thought because of, yeah, because I thought Norwood would probably get the the bigger number because she's ran against Reed in the in the first one when you last time right. voted. So I'm thinking Norwood, Mary Norwood would probably get it. And the way with that scenario you put out, I could see Mary Norwood doing it because she's going to probably use that as a scenario like I lost that the uh, uh, runoff with Reed because she was actually winning the numbers before Reed had to had the runoff with her, and then everybody all of a sudden wanted to go for Reed. Well, nah, it wasn't everybody all of a sudden went for Reed. Reed didn't win that. That election was close. It was close, it was but it was close, a run, but, by, by, by a few hundred. Yeah, votes. by a few hundred. Yeah. But 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 doing a runoff, it that's when everybody close. started like pushing for Reed because um that was the thing you know because no she was I mean like you said it was a few hundred off but they they had to do a whole runoff thing and and all of a sudden there was a big jump for Reed because Reed didn't have that many numbers before. Well, it may have been a big jump as far mm-hmm. as sensationalism. But the voter turnout is on record, and if you look at the voter, if you look at the voter turnout, he didn't win by much. Hmm. No, no, I mean, he only won. People came out, but he didn't right. win by he, much. She only, uh, Mayor Reed only won by a few hundred votes, which is why it's very important that we get out there to vote. You know, um, and think about that: a few hundred uh, votes, right? Like but, five streets in Atlanta. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still. Uh, <laughs> not following you a little bit. You know, you're telling me why we probably will have a white mayor, mm-hmm. but you're still not telling me why we are ready to have a white mayor. Keyword, That's what I'm ready. listening for. Keyword, ready. That's what I'm listening for. Now, when you talk about um, the demographics, when you go into the age, now Peter Amon is definitely um, on top with the younger voters. Is that you know, the guy that was in charge of the fiscal office? Uh, Peter Amon? I, I just don't know his name for some reason, but there's two white dudes that are running, and one was in charge of the fiscal office down there. I can't remember. But go ahead. I'm going to know you. I know what you're I'm thinking now. Peter Amon. Okay, Peter but Amon. You, you know, and then when you get into your next 30 to 49, you know, now you're having John Eves. As you get older, you'll see the the numbers change a little bit because that's who they can more relate to. You know, somebody who's going to be a voice for the people. But I'm 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 still trying to figure out, you know, how is Atlanta ready for a white mayor? What is it that a white mayor bringing to the table that a black mayor cannot or will not? Well, it's not it's not an issue that it erases about what the Atlanta's much more about money than it is anything else now. You know, when Atlanta a long time like that. ago, <laughs> a long time ago when uh, Mayor Jackson became the first black mayor of the city, the city was really heavily weighted on civil rights for those that haven't had a chance, okay? And, and Mayor Jackson did that. And then the rest of them just kind of carried, carried the ball for him up to Shirley Franklin, who did her own thing quite well. Shirley Franklin... Of the black mayors, in my opinion, other than Maynard Jackson, she was the best mayor Atlanta's had, uh, not including Maynard mm-hmm. Jackson, okay? But um, as far as being ready now, now there's a lot of folks that are taking the position, I need the economic conditions of my life to improve. There are a lot of folks that are feeling like that, and I don't really care <laughs> if the person's black or white. I need these street lights to be on my street. I want sidewalks. I want this municipal bond that Atlanta put put forward to get better funded so we could get some more stuff, hydrants and stuff on our street, and they just don't care but as much. I, I disagree again. I think okay. it goes a little bit further than just what a mayor can do for the city of Atlanta. Understand that every 10 years you have a census. You have to be counted. And if your people aren't represented, then that also is a contributing factor as to how many, how much federal dollars you're getting to make these improvements. Oh, I love something. So that actually plays into part. So not only are we not going out to vote, but we're not showing up for the census count. So if I'm not being counted, then you can't get money for me because there's no head count. I love something out. This might this might sway you in the in believing they're ready for it. 
the state of Georgia has become so heavily weighted in the white Republican, predominantly white Republican Party. Gentrification. Over the, year, mm-hmm. over the last few years. And folks know that if they get one of theirs in the, in the mayor's office at Atlanta, they're going to give more support to help that mayor get something done versus somebody else does not. And that's mm-hmm. what may make Atlanta more ready for a white mayor because they're like, okay, well, we're going to work with this person more. And that's the unfortunate truth of it all. That all might right. just happen. It might just go down like that. I, I, I want to thank you so much for calling in and sharing your uh, advice with us. Well, thank you so don't, much. Don't take, it, don't take it as advice. I'm guessing just like everybody else is guessing, okay? I ain't advising that it go down like that, mm-hmm. but it might. Well, your opinion. I say opinion. And we do value All your right. Opinion. Thank you thank so you much. That works. All right. Yep. Thank you, man. Uh, he brought us some very good points. Especially that last one. He brought us some very good points. Think, think about it. This has been a red state for I don't know how many years. All my all my life. Okay. All my life that I know. Okay, all right. Now, <laughs> hold up. When um Purdue mm-hmm. was the first Republican to win the governor race back in two thousand whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one. It's been a Democratic governor for so many years. Yes. Yeah. Then Purdue became the first one to make it a, a, a official for a red state to have a, a Republican governor. Uh-huh. Now, what the caller has said, now it's time to get that into the city of Atlanta. Even though Atlanta is a Democratic mm-hmm. city, but it does, it's not enough to go for a red state. So they're thinking like it's a cover up. I'm looking as a cover-up by having a uh, white representative to mm-hmm. be um, representing Atlanta. That's what, how I'm she, looking she's at She's Democrat or Republican? She's, she's still Republican. Democrat. She's Democrat. She's okay. Democrat. Uh, Mary Norwood. Yeah. No, she's Republican. She's still Republican? She's Republican. I thought she was Democrat. No. <laughs> no, my opinion, I honestly think that um, Mitchell is going to win this election. I, I honestly, I think. I don't think so. You don't think? Who, don't who think you so. think is going to win? Uh, I think with the right initiatives, the right messages, I think Keisha Lance Bottoms has a really good chance. Okay. See, I really haven't even heard of her. Neither have I. I, I have. Mm. I be riding around in Atlanta and stuff. That's all I see. Like, uh, uh, and people usually Southwest, vote who, like who they're familiar like with. Like Southwest Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at the Greenbrier area. Okay. They have nothing but um, um, bottoms signs all over the place. Really? Okay. Over in that area, if you if you ever drive around Greenbrier area, mm-hmm. that's where you're gonna see a bunch of her signs. Okay. And then today, I went by Piedmont Park, about two blocks bottoms. Really? I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, wow. "Whoa!" And they had white volunteers. Wow. White volunteers down in Greenbrier. Okay. White volunteers up in Piedmont Park area. Okay. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be a runoff. Okay. There's definitely going to be a runoff. Um, again, I, I think that the politicians really need to be out in the community a lot mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than just at election times or when we're hearing tragedies about your family. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because those are the, unfortunately, those are the only two times that I've heard of her. Now, I have researched some of you know her background, and, and she's done some great things, mm-hmm. but people don't know her. Yeah, I don't, don't know her. Know of these great things, mm-hmm. you know. So mm, we'll mm. see. Yeah, I, I think. Y'all want to bet me? I ain't I betting. Think. Yeah, I let's know, bet. It's like the you NFL. I'm not let's betting. Bet because <laughs> whoever wins, then somebody got to buy them dinner. Yep, and a drink, or maybe two. Yep, or three. I'm going for Mitchell. Who, who are you going for? Nobody. I mean, I'm not a I'm not an Atlanta resident. I don't live in Atlanta either, but I know Mitchell gonna win. But I mean, I know um, Mitchell and Hall has had well Hall because of his conflict with Reeves, right? It, 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 you know, his name is out there, and people, you know, a lot of times this thing is a popularity contest. With yeah, them. right, right. I'm looking at them too, but I do believe in my heart of hearts, believe. That the Republicans are probably going to take over. All okay. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. That's that's why I'm. Anyway, you're going to owe me dinner too. You're going to owe me dinner too. I mean, to get a few drinks. Okay. We we, we ain't talking. Of, uh, we ain't talking about no, no no fifty cent cans now. Okay. We ain't talking about no fancy. We ain't talking about Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm but too old to be drinking that stuff. <laughs> I don't want the sugars. <laughs> but definitely, I think definitely mm-hmm. that's going to we conclude on this. It's definitely going to be a runoff. I yeah. believe it's going to be the two ladies going at it. That's what I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As in, who actually wins? I can't say. But mm-hmm. if, if I had to vote, I would do bottoms. Okay. Now, if you cool. given if you take a look at the track record of Mayor Kasim Reed, that's the one thing that I definitely can say. He has been a man of his word. He is not a back down type of dude. He's not afraid, you know, and he's going to push what's right for the people. Now, again, this back and forth stuff, Mary, he could have done better. You lost lost points on that. He only lost a couple points, but not all the points Mm -hmm. because he, I remember he came to my church the first, I think he was running. He came to my church and he spoke. Mm -hmm. And everything that he said when he spoke to the congregation. He did. He did everything. He did all of that. He did all mm-hmm. of that. And he just said that, I remember him saying that, you know, Atlanta needs a mayor that will mm-hmm. stand up for the people. And that's the one thing that I can say that he has done. He has definitely stood up for the people. All right. Okay. That's it. But I still say Mitchell going to win. So, okay. DJ Rollum, what you got going uh, on? Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Dr. Moore, uh, Rich Girl. I will be DJing an event out in Douglasville tomorrow, uh, November 5th. Um, and if you definitely need, to, need me to do your services, hit me up at DJ Roland Townsend on Facebook at and at DJ Roland Instagram and Twitter. What you got going on, Sunday? Uh, what I got going on? Oh, tomorrow, Sunday. All right. Know. That's I'm good enough. To, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the farmer's market. I'm going to me some crab legs. Hey, that's wine. how you do it. That's what I got. All right. That's <laughs> how you do it. What time? <laughs> what time? Oh, add some strawberries. What, what time? You ain't ready. You ain't ready. What time? You ain't ready. What time? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh man, I got a lot going on. Uh, but uh, I guess I my next event I'm being honored again. Hey. November. Congratulations. The, yes, thank you. Uh, my work in radio. People mm-hmm. watching. Right. People are watching. And so see, I'm that, excited. That's exactly what I'm saying. Getting out there in the community. Yeah. We can see this from the candidates, from the uh, the political uh, election candidates. Mm-hmm. That would be a great thing. Then we would know who to choose for. Mm-hmm. Like choosing D, best radio personality. Thank you. That's, that's what's up. Hey, that's the point. So I'm excited about that. And then we're doing um, live remote again for all the radio station at the state capitol at March the 16th. So contact me, please, 404-438-2312. Or you, either you can email me at thedhill at gmail.com. And once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to the D. Hill Radio Show. Peace. Yo. Good night. Atlanta's new underground station, Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. Hi, this is Clifford English, your host and producer of The Gospel Train. Join me every Sunday right here on Beat Break 87 FM Radio. You will be encouraged, you will be equipped, you will be educated, you will be entertained, all while hearing the best in gospel music. Don't miss your connection with The Gospel Train right here on Beat Break 87 FM Radio. BeatBreakRadioFM.com from the old school to the new school. school. Down, I'm so young, money. If you got eyes, look at me now. From the past I'm searching for a real love. to the present. The new classics can be heard on the beat break with your host, Sean Garvey. And online at Beat Break Radio. Don't miss it. Format one complete. Hey world, it's your man Precise, and I have great news. The Precise Music app is finally available for your iPhone, Android, and Blackberry through Amazon and other app stores. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. Go get it for all things Precise. Powered by BlackVibes.com. Stay in tune. That's Precise Music. Music is spelled with a Z. He has performed on stage in front of thousands of poetry lovers. He has sold out shows and rocked the crowd with the best poets in the industry. Welcome to the stage, spoken word artist, Patrick Duncan, better known as the Preacher Man. I am Benjamin T. Montgomery. I invented a vote for color. I am the former president of South Africa, Nelson Mandela! 
critically acclaimed spoken word artist, poet, writer, and the creator of Black on Purpose poetry TV series Wordplay. Patrick the Preacher Man Duncan is coming to a venue near you. Why is the only time we can come together as a nation? It's when they're acts of insanity, chaos, or devastation. Stay tuned to Beat Break 87FM for updates on Patrick Duncan's upcoming arrival to your city. Visit cdbaby.com forward slash cd forward slash Patrick S. Duncan to order his latest album, What's Going On, available online including CD Baby and iTunes. I want this high and have no affiliation to a political party. I want this high to be spiritual. For more info, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We specialize in creating mobile apps for the entertainment industry. Go to BVMobileApps.com, click Get Started Now, create your account, choose your package, upload your content, and click Submit. BV Mobile Apps. Make it easy. Make it mobile. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM on the go. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app from the app marketplace, including Amazon, including Amazon, Google Play, and the App Store. View photos, videos, and Beat Break 87 shows on your mobile device. Download the Beat Break 87 FM app now for free. Reaching Houston, we are a group of individuals and companies who have come together for one purpose, to meet the immediate needs of Hurricane Harvey victims. Individual and family financial assistance, pillows and blankets, food items, canned or packaged, clothing, household goods, personal hygiene products, utility assistance, and bottled water. 24-hour turnaround, no income requirements, pickup locations around the city. To receive assistance, donate, or for more information, visit the website at www.reachinghouston.org. Together, we can. Beat Break 87 FM wants to help you get the word out on your next community event. Hey, do you have an upcoming public service announcement that you want listeners to know about? Well, email us the info to PSABeatBreak87FM at gmail.com so we can help spread the word. That's PSABeatBreak87FM at gmail.com. If your event flyer has the words nonprofit, community, support, charity, and just describes everything about helping our community, please share the special event right here on Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87FM where music and talk radio lives. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We got the homie AJ in the building. AJ, I can see you being in the White House. I mean, I would love to. Yeah, I I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love to go to the White House and and sit down. Let me me set the stage, yo. I'm going to pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ, all right? Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it, wait for it. Okay. Uh, So, uh, AJ. Yeah. Oh, uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Apple Jacks? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, you know, would you listen to my project, the light bulb moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it a listen. I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah. Me and Michelle are gonna bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like too. Yeah, about that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and HomeTeamRadio.com.